The prophet Elisha performed many miracles in the Lord's name, but the children of Israel in the northern kingdom became vain and sinned against him, broke their covenants, rejected their prophets, and walked in the statutes of the heathen to be like the rest of the world. They worshipped idols and false gods in high places and groves, and their wicked kings led them into war and away from God. They caused their sons and daughters to pass through fire, used divination and enchantments, and did evil in the sight of the Lord, who as prophesied became very angry and removed Israel out of his sight. The last king, Hoshea, reigned in Samaria for nine years and paid tribute to the Assyrians, but then stopped and went to the Egyptians for help. He was thrown into prison, and the Assyrians besieged Samaria for three years before they took it. The ten tribes of Israel became scattered and lost when they were finally conquered and carried away in 721 B.C. The Assyrian king brought other people to Samaria, and they were attacked by lions because they did not know the Lord. The king commanded that a priest be brought to Samaria to teach the people how they should fear the Lord. The people made sacrifices to him and also made and worshipped their own gods and idols in the houses of the high priests. Some Israelites remained in Samaria and married those brought in to settle the newly conquered land. They eventually claimed the Israelites' covenant blessings, but because they had intermarried with Gentiles who worshipped idols, the Jews at the time of Jesus refused to accept their claim, which led to hostilities between the Jews and Samaritans. After the northern kingdom's destruction, the Assyrian king Sennacherib moved his army to the southern kingdom of Judah in 701 BC. They destroyed many cities and believed they would also conquer Jerusalem. Even though most kings in the southern kingdom were righteous, they still allowed their people to worship idols. A very wicked king named Ahaz sacrificed his son to an idol and rejected the prophet Isaiah's counsel. He gave the Assyrian king gold and silver from the temple and changed its ordinances. There were two righteous kings in Judah who trusted in the Lord and were able to turn the people back to him. Hezekiah became a king at age 25 and reigned for 29 years. He did that which was right in the sight of the Lord and removed the high places, broke the images, and cut down the groves. He also broke the brass serpent that Moses had made because the children of Israel worshipped and burned incense to it. He trusted in the Lord God of Israel, and there were none before or after that were like him among all of Judah's kings. The Lord was with him, he kept the commandments, and he prospered wherever he went. He rebelled against and did not serve or pay tribute to the Assyrian king. Hezekiah readied his people for war and strengthened Jerusalem's city walls, built a tunnel to bring water into the city that still exists today, made many darts and shields, and set captains of war over the people. He gathered everyone near the city gate and told them, Be strong and courageous, and not be afraid or dismayed of the Assyrian king or the multitude with him, for there be more with us than with him. With him is an arm of flesh, but with us is the Lord our God to help us and fight our battles. And the people believed his words. Sennacherib saw that Jerusalem would not yield, and sent a warrior named Rabshakeh, who stood in front of the city wall and delivered a taunting, blasphemous message to Hezekiah, demanding that they surrender to the Assyrians. He said, 
Doth not Hezekiah persuade you to give over yourselves to die, saying, The Lord our God shall deliver us out of the hand of the king of Assyria? He reminded them what he and his fathers had done to all the people in other lands, and that their gods were not able to deliver them. The people held their peace and did not answer him according to King Hezekiah's command. He sent emissaries to the prophet Isaiah to seek his counsel. Isaiah said, Thus saith the Lord, Be not afraid of the words thou hast heard. The servants of the Assyrian king had blasphemed the Lord, and he would send a blast upon him. The king would hear a rumor and fall by the sword when he returned to his own land. Sennacherib sent another letter to Hezekiah, reproaching his God and promising their destruction. King Hezekiah was deeply troubled for his people's welfare, and went to the house of the Lord to offer up his heart to God for their deliverance. He prayed that the Lord would bow down his ear and hear, and open his eyes and see the words that Sennacherib had sent to reproach him. He knew the Assyrian kings had destroyed many nations, and asked God to save them, that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that thou art the Lord God. The Lord answered Hezekiah's prayer through Isaiah. He sent Hezekiah a letter and said God had heard his prayer and prophesied that the king of Assyria would not come into the city, shoot an arrow, come before it with a shield, nor cast a bank against it. For I will defend this city to save it for mine and for my servant David's sake. The angel of the Lord came that night and smote in the camp of Assyria 185,000 of their mighty men of valor and their leaders and captains. Hezekiah and his people arose early in the morning and saw the dead. Their prophecy was fulfilled, and Sennacherib returned with shame of face to his own land. When he came to the house of his God, he was killed with a sword by his two sons. King Hezekiah became sick, and Isaiah came to tell him that he would die, and he needed to set his house in order. Hezekiah wept sore, and he turned his face to the wall and prayed, Lord, remember how I have walked before you in truth with a perfect heart, and have done that which was good in your sight. Isaiah left, but before he got out of the palace, the Lord told him to return, and tell Hezekiah that the Lord had heard his prayers, seen his tears, and would heal him. The Lord said he would add fifteen years to Hezekiah's life and defend the city to deliver the people out of the hand of the Assyrians. Hezekiah asked Isaiah what would be the sign that the Lord would heal him. Isaiah said that the shadow of a sundial his father Ahaz had invented would move ten degrees and asked Hezekiah if it should go forward or backwards. Hezekiah said it was an easy thing for the shadow to go forward and asked for it to return backwards. Isaiah prayed, and the shadow moved as Hezekiah had asked for. The Babylonian king's son heard that Hezekiah was sick, and sent him letters and a present. Hezekiah went to the temple, laid the letter before the Lord, and prayed. He was healed, and invited the king of Babylon to visit and see all his kingdom. Isaiah was concerned, asked who they were, and Hezekiah said they were from a far country in Babylon. Isaiah prophesied that the Babylonian kingdom would conquer the kingdom of Judah, carry off all of Hezekiah's possessions, and nothing would be left. Hezekiah's son Manasseh was a wicked king who rebuilt the high places his father had destroyed. He seduced the people to do more evil than many other wicked nations. The Lord spake by his prophets that because Manasseh was so wicked, 
he would bring such evil upon Jerusalem that the ears of whoever heard it would tingle, and he would wipe Jerusalem as a man wipeth a dish, and turn it upside down. Manasseh's son Ammon became king, and was so evil in the sight of the Lord that his servants killed him two years later. Ammon's son Josiah was a righteous king who served the Lord. He began his reign when eight years old and reigned for thirty-one years. He did right in the sight of the Lord, and turned not aside to the right or left hand. He arranged workers to be paid to repair the temple, and Hilkiah the high priest found the book of the law and gave it to Shaphan the scribe to read. Shaphan brought it to the king and read it to him. Josiah rent his clothes and commanded Hilkiah and others to inquire of the Lord about the words in the book. He knew that the Lord's wrath was greatly kindled against the people because they had not hearkened to the words. They took the book to hold of the prophetess. She told them to tell Josiah that the Lord would bring evil upon this place and people, because they had forsaken him and burned incense to other gods. But the Lord said he had heard Josiah because he had a tender heart, was humble, had rent his clothes, and wept before him. He said he would bring Josiah to his grave in peace, so he would not see all the evil the Lord would bring upon the place. Josiah gathered the people to the temple and read the book of the covenant to them. He stood by a pillar and made a covenant with the Lord to walk after him and keep his commandments, testimonies, and statutes with all of his heart and soul. All the people stood to keep the covenant. Josiah had all the vessels made to worship Baal and other gods removed from the temple and burned. He commanded all the people to keep the Passover, and there was no other king before or after like him who turned to the Lord with all his heart, soul, and might, according to all the law of Moses. Josiah was killed in a battle, and his sons Jehoiakim and Jehoaz ruled in wickedness and led the people back into idolatry. Jehoiakim's son Jehoiakim became another wicked king, but only reigned for three months. The Babylon king Nebuchadnezzar made Jehoiakim's uncle the new king and changed his name to Zedekiah. Zedekiah did evil in the sight of the Lord and also rebelled against Nebuchadnezzar. This was about the time when Lehi was commanded to leave with his family. In the ninth year of Zedekiah's reign, Nebuchadnezzar's army laid siege to Jerusalem for several years. There was a famine and the people had no bread. The city was broken up and the king and all the men of war fled. Zedekiah tried to escape but was captured and forced to watch his son's deaths. He was then blinded and carried as a slave to Babylon. Solomon's temple and the houses in Jerusalem were burned, and the city walls were broken down. The treasures of the house of the Lord and the king's house were carried away, and the gold vessels that Solomon had made in the temple of the Lord were cut. Ten thousand people, including all the princes, mighty men of valor, craftsmen, and smiths, were carried away to Babylon as captives in 586 B.C., and only a few of the poor were left behind, as vine dressers and husbandmen. This fulfilled the prophecies of the prophets Jeremiah and Ezekiel. And this is Second Kings chapter 17 through 25 in the Old Testament. Look for hidden images located throughout the video. You can download a coloring page and activity puzzles for each section on Etsy at Ponderfun. Visit our new ponderfun.com website and Facebook page to find more fun things to do, and you can listen to these as a podcast. Please like and share these videos with anyone you think might enjoy them. 
Also, please subscribe to this Ponderfun YouTube channel, and you'll be notified whenever I make new videos. Thanks again for watching, and find some time this week to ponder.